you have a reading you'd like to kick us off with? Oh, okay. Um, let's see. I don't have anything prepared, but how about, Paul, we just go to the old standby, my favorite paragraph, and a couple. We'll go to 62 today. Right, I'll just, I think those two paragraphs will give you plenty. Selfishness, self-centered, that we think is the root of our troubles, driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking and self-pity. We step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation, but we invariably find at some point in the past, we have made decisions based on self which later placed us in a position to be hurt. So our troubles, we think, are basically of our own making. They arise out of ourselves, and the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot, though he usually doesn't think so. Above everything else, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness. We must, or it kills us. God makes that possible, and there are and there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid. Many of us have had moral and philosophical convictions galore, but we could not live up to them even though we would have liked to. Neither could we try to reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our own power. We had to have God's help. Great, yes. Pretty much says it all. So, Paul Alcoholic, thanks hey, Paul. for having me today. And um, let's just go over it sentence by sentence, I guess. Selfishness, self-centeredness. Uh, how would self-centeredness be maintained? Yeah. If self-centeredness is the root of the problem, how does how do we stay centered on self? Yeah, to such a consistent level that we're defeated by self's manifestations. How? How do we, how are we rooted or seemingly rooted in self-centeredness? Yeah, we're, we're identified as self. Yeah, we're in the act of being identified as self. That keeps us centered in self. Yes? And then the narration and the obsession with self reinforces the identification as self. It's plainly there to see. It says selfishness, self-centeredness. All right. So, you know, you know, you could have a table and you get a, like a statue and you center it in the, in the middle point of the table. Yeah. So now you have it centered. And then it gives a sense of appropriateness and creates a certain atmosphere, artistic, whatever. Maybe you add something else and stuff like that. But it's how things are arranged that sort of put out the effect, yes? If you put the statue under the table, it wouldn't do what it does when it's centered on the top of the table. Yeah? So we're self-centered. What's doing that? Yeah, the mental state, the thought system keeps us self-centered. 
how do we get established in there? So it sort of says like, uh, you know, the, the principle of recovery is reliance on something greater than self. And it says you sincerely take the position, then you get established in the position. Well, in the diagnosis of alcoholism, we are extremely established in the position of self-centeredness. And we've been trying to drink ourselves out of there or do drugs to get out of there or whatever else. But we take our direction from self. So self can't get out of self. So whatever it provides as a solution turns in more into a problem. Yeah, because why? It's a failed system. But we're centered in it. Yeah, we see life from it. That's where we start, seemingly, and that's where we end, seemingly. Everything that's talked about is assuming that we're centered in self. Everything, how we perceive everything is perceived from self-centeredness. Basically, we're completely taken over by a system. Yeah. And how does that stay in place? If it isn't the only possibility, it must be through an identification as the system. That's what keeps us self-centered. What reinforces it is obsession with self, the consequences that a life run on self will bring about. All that is there to reinforce the identification, but the identification is the centeredness, yeah? So if you can see that you're not that which you're centered in, then other possibilities arise, yeah, that aren't available when you're self-centered. The only possibility when you're self-centered is to try to get out of self. But from other views, you can see that you've never been in self, which is a completely radical idea compared to the solutions that self gives us, yeah? And how can that be seen? Well, you see the activities that imply and reinforce and assume self are just that, they're activities. You are something other than self. And then you go to page 64, and he says, all right, being convinced of this, yeah. now maybe you're not convinced of it, so you come here. So maybe you get an understanding that you didn't have before. So now you start looking at the self-centered life from a different view, not from within the system, but from outside the system, yeah? The picture from outside the system, though maybe not lasting, gives you a fucking pretty good indication you're not that, yeah? You, by going to AA meetings, you hear how many people seem to have your thoughts and your feelings and your reactions to life. And sooner or later, there's got to be made a little leap out of the pig pen of self-centeredness where you realize, how could these be my thoughts if everyone has them? You know what I mean? It sort of seems like I think I'm a special fucking car, but I'm really a one of many in the fleet of Fords that is being driven by the one driver called self. Therefore, I end up where other Fords end up, driven by self. And yet I seem to be surprised, and my narrative keeps on putting a, such a personal bent on the story I'm listening to, but suddenly the commonality of what we suffer from starts becoming obvious, I hope. I hope by now it's, there is a certain healthy suspicion. Uh, <laughs> I hope, I don't know. Uh, 
And uh, <laughs> you see that obviously self can't become uncentered in self. I mean, it would just be more self-centeredness. Yeah, that the problem can't be the source of the solution, that the problem resides in the mind, so the mental state isn't going to lead us to the promised land. You come to some rude awakenings, I hope, of the failure of the system. Why you are you in so much fear today? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed you? Yeah? Now, you can't be more relied on self than be identified as it. I don't see how... You, you tell me... <laughs> What would be the highest form of reliance that you could notice in, in a situation? Being identified as it. I mean, you can't be more reliant than that. Yeah? You're taking it to be you. <laughs> so that's what allows, gives this fucking thing permission to manifest constantly through our lives and have all of its manifestations not lead to the recognition of the foreign pathogen because we're identified and we claim the manifestations of selves as ours. I mean, that's the bondage of self. The bondage of Stanley is, I think, I take on Stanley's shame and guilt for what it did, and I start taking on as my shame and guilt. That's bondage, yeah? I'm bonded to an idea that I'm the doer when, if you've ever been under the influence of alcoholism, you don't feel like the doer. I don't feel. I feel like you're the done to. Now I have a dog here, so it's gonna go crazy today. Uh, so here, let me read a little more. All right. So that we think is the root of our troubles. Do you think that? I hope you're not even thinking that. I hope you're convinced of it. Yeah. Driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, and self-pity. So all right, three out of four, self is the is the lead-in. Yeah, so maybe it's self-delusion. The delusion is of self. It's not of us, yeah? Yeah, self-pity. The pity is of self, not of us. Self-seeking, the seeking, totally misdirected, is of self, not of us. Yeah? How is self going to stop self-seeking? It can't. Yeah, that's, the, that's one of the greatest recognitions of our community self can't get out of self self seeking to get out of self isn't going to get out of self yeah <laughs> it's just more self yeah so all right so a hundred forms of fear we step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation but we invariably find that at some time in the past, we have made decisions based on self, which later placed us in a position to be hurt. When do we start seeing that? The fourth step, obviously. Yeah. We start writing the fourth step, and by looking at our role in things, you're going to recognize self's role in things. Yeah. Why do you think it doesn't want you to do a fourth step in most cases? Because it doesn't want to be discovered. If you look at your life, not through your lens, which is self, but through the program's lens, which is inventory, the inventory is going to produce a different message than you do, yeah? Because self is protecting itself. The AA inventory doesn't have any investment in protecting self. It wants to reveal self to us, I hope, so that you see you're not self. 
that, that seriously. I mean, so, yes, yeah, driven, but we invariably find that at some time in the past, we have made decisions based on self. Well, also, sometimes right now, and sometimes in the future, you're going to be making, there'll be decisions made based on self. You're not going to be making them. That's the bondage of self. Self's going to be making them, and then you're going to claim them to be yours. <laughs> I mean, how many, do, you, do we need a book of illustration? You just, we can use stick fingers. There you go. <laughs> Sometimes in the past, we made a decision based on self. That's what we look at in the inventory, but it tells you that you're making this decisions being made by self right now. <laughs> you're listening to an interpretation of your sobriety from self right now. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you've only got one access to one station, which is K-Paul, K-Ann, K-Kerry. And it's just fucking waiting to spin another golden oldie so you buy its fucking product of what? Misery, fear, pity, righteousness, resentment. <laughs> and then constantly keep calling them yours. How are you going to get out of you as you? You can't. You have to see it as other to be, to be able to be free from it. You do. You can't be... If you don't see it as other, you'll be you'll try to be free as it. Yeah. Which is another form of bondage of self. Yeah. So here, yeah, all right. So so our troubles, this is where I disagree, you know. So our troubles are basically of our own making. I don't believe that. I believe something is making trouble through us. Yeah, something that's dominating us right now is making trouble. Sort of like that other point, we manufacture our own misery. I believe we're sort of like a facility that manufactures a lot of shit. Yeah, what the facility is going to manufacture is basically based on who's running the factory. So if self is running the factory, it manufactures misery and all this other shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully you've been sober a while and you've been you've recognized the old factories producing new fucking products like you know empathy service gratitude yeah so basically i don't think uh our troubles are of our own making i don't if they are then you're gonna have to be constantly rehabbing because self is an ornery it's ornery like a parasite, you're not going to make it a service animal. It isn't, you know. It just wants to feed off you, really. It doesn't want to be subservient to you. It wants to be the boss. He wants to play God, yeah. So, and i got to embellish this to make so that we see it as something other, yeah. So, yeah. So our troubles, we think, are basically of our own making. They arise out of ourselves. They do, but they're not, we're not the source of what's arising out of ourselves. Yeah? The source of it is self. You better be clear. Yeah? The arise, and the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot. Yeah? Exactly. 
We, unbeknownst to us, are an extreme example of self-will run riot. Doesn't say Paul's will run riot, self-wills run riot. Exactly, we are. But we're calling it our will that's running riot. Yeah? Don't you, how are you gonna, he uses the word self, and then in another, on page 64, he says self is what has defeated us. We're not, it's not us will that's running riot, it's self will that's running riot. Yeah? How can that be? Because we're identified as it. We're, we're thinking the thing, we've acquiesced. It's behind the driver's wheel, yeah? And then constantly, here he goes, we, it goes into it. Another example of powerlessness, it says, all right, above everything, above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness, yeah? Well, how can you be rid of it? As it. You tell me. How can you be rid of it as it? Give me a shout. Blow your brains out? Yeah, that's a great solution. How can you be rid how can you be rid of it as it? It's impossible. Alright, so above everything, so it's a pretty important statement. Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness. We must or it kills us. God makes that possible. Yes. You don't. Some power does. You don't. Yeah? And there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid. Yeah, because you're trying to get rid of a self from, as self, with self's aid. Yeah? You're trying to get out of self as self. So you're trying to get out of self with self's aid. Yeah? You believe you've got to do it. You don't. Yeah? It gets done to you. You follow this simple program and you get changed. You don't change. You get changed. That's the, that's the posture that's taken. You submit yourself to this program. Yeah? Keeping it simple and then incredible, incredible effects can occur. Yeah, you get changed. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And, and there are, often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid. Many of us had moral and physical convictions galore, but we could not live up to them. What's that but powerlessness? Yeah. We've got lofty ideals, but we can't deliver. What's that? What's that an example of? Something's blocking it? Something, you know, whatever, yes? Let's say if you have the ability, like a, a, an arm, I have the ability to reach eight feet, but if I have a very tight shirt on, I'm only going to be able to reach six feet, yeah? Now that shirt is causing me not to be able to live to a certain potential. Now, if it's the shirt, and I'm clear it's the shirt, I can take it off. If I'm making a mistake and I'm calling the shirt the skin, I can't, yeah? So now I live with this disability, so to speak. I can only reach six feet. So what does the head do? Excuses it, makes rationalization, blames others for this fucking situation, yeah? All the while, all you need to do is take off the shirt and you'd be able to reach, yeah? But you don't think the shirt's a shirt. You think it's your skin, 
So now you live as the as the disability instead of admitting you're disabled and in that powerless receiving power, you live as the disabled. Yeah? You don't think something's disabling you. You think you're the one who's disabled. That's the bondage of self. This is why it says in the like in the the forward of the big book, we are a hundred men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. When I'm wearing that tight shirt, it seems like I can't reach six feet. Yeah? It does, because I can't reach six feet. But I actually have the ability to, but not with the shirt on. Yeah? Now, if you don't think, if you think the shirt's you, then you basically have to fit yourself around that fucking, un, that seeming situation, which is what the great hope of recovery is. It's seemingly a hopeless state of mind and body. It's appearing to us that it's hopeless, but it isn't hopeless, yeah? You just need to see something. All right, so here... Many of us, all right, live up. Neither could we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our own power. Yes? Why is that? Why couldn't we reduce self-centeredness? We could, in a way, if we weren't living as self, but see, living as self, trying to reduce self-centeredness increases self-centeredness. Yeah? If you're trying to get out of an imaginary place, you're trying to get out of it is making it real. Don't you see? So here, neither, neither could we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our own power. We had to have God's help. Yeah, and then it goes into, this is the how and why of it, which is pretty comprehensive. First of all, we had to quit playing God. Yes, so please, let's get to, ask a simple question. Are you convinced that something other than you has defeated you? Are you in the us camp or the self camp, so to speak? Yeah. Just find out. If you're open to it and you, and you put on these, these glasses we're sharing here, you will see how self has defeated you when you do an inventory or when you even don't do an inventory. Just look at your old life. You'll see exactly, you'll see it, you know? And <laughs> that's all that's required of us is to see it. And we have the ability to because we are of awareness, yeah? It isn't like we have to become aware it's an activity that's blocking off our awareness of it. The activity is identification as self. Yeah, that's the activity. Why do you think there's so much obsession? It's to re reinforce the idea of being the obsessor. It is, yeah. The obsession has a point, a purpose, to reinforce self. That's why. Why does it, if it was so, why would it need so much reinforcement? It ain't so, yeah? <laughs> it doesn't need to claim 70,000 thoughts to, to imply it's the thinker, yeah? If it was the thinker, it would just be the thinker. But no, 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 
because it there there isn't self. So this seemingly so has to be reinforced to seemingly be so. It constantly needs reinforcement because it isn't true. Yes? So the same shit that was going on before we got sober is going on after we got sober. The mental state is reinforcing the idea of self. Yeah? The problem doesn't reside in the bottle. It doesn't reside in the syringe. It resides in the mind. The thought system, the interpretation of perceptions, our beliefs, they're all been infected with this idea of self. Yes? And so we live a life that's based on self, self-centeredness. Yeah? And there's a possibility to live a life based on, let's say, spirit. Yeah? We can't produce that change, but the program of recovery will pr- allow that, that change to be produced. It will. It does. That's where it leads. It leads to trusting the infinite and rather than the finite self. What else is it? What else is going on? Yeah. You admit your powerlessness. You admit that you can't do it. And then shit gets done. Yeah. And then now you're released from the constant reinforcement of self. And then you find yourself being present and available towards others, to others. And to yourself and to you, really. You finally show up in your own life. That's what you've been missing this whole time. That's what I got in the in the uh, the fifth step. I felt I was here, yeah. I felt I was here, and I felt and it was okay, and there was contentment there, and there was satisfaction there because I was finally here, though I've always been here, yeah. <laughs> the dog is gonna go a little crazy. But uh, whatever, we'll let it go. All right. Yeah, let's. Uh, I could go on and on, but now that the dog has interfered, so we'll just end with that. Gotcha. Thanks a lot, Paul. Um, but let me hold on. I just want to go over this thing with the uh, playing God before we stop. For, this is a linear process. Yes, the program of AA, one to twelve. And so first is a pretty important emphasis, and next would be sort of secondary to first, yeah? So the major principle of recovery is actually secondary to first of all, we have to quit playing God. So you better start checking out what's playing God. It ain't you. You're being played. (laughs) You're not the playing of God. Something's playing God and playing you, yeah? So... And if you see it as other, ah, because it's using our juice to play God with, yeah? If you take that juice away, you don't, but if the juice is moved from that to trusting something infinite, its influence decreases measurably. And basically, it may still have an audience in the head, but it doesn't get to act out, yeah? It doesn't fucking lead you to drinking. It doesn't lead you to say, fuck you, I hate you to your girlfriend. It doesn't lead you to jackpotting tons of shit, yeah? It may disturb your little interest and attention for the day, but it's not wreaking huge havoc outside 
hey, that's a fucking great improvement, yeah? You've actually basically have it isolated in where it comes from, the mental state. It's not out there leaving tattoos and consequences that you have to live through, yeah? Hallelujah. So it has been severely diminished with every one of us that's sober. It has, yeah? There's more, more, more of that can occur. Recognize that it's not you, and you'll lose more interest in it. And when you lose interest in that, you gain interest in living, I'm telling you that much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. The dog has stopped. We got the cat here, the dog. They're all flipping out here. Thanks a lot, Paul, for that. I really appreciate that. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, before we move on to our first question, if you have a question for Paul, um, Zoom has changed a little bit. Uh, some people might find, uh, if you have a question for Paul, to try to raise your hand. Uh, I'm finding that in the reactions button on my computer. And I used to find it in the participants window and I would find my name and I would select raise hand. So if you have a question, try to raise your hand. If you can't find that option, please, um, what do you call it? Chat with the host and, and I'll, I'll do my best to get your question. Um, the very first question comes from, I love this name and I hope I can say it right. Tanya Martinez Cardenas. Um, Anyway, I, I, it's great. Um, so, Tanya, I'm going to ask you to unmute yourself, and then you can ask your question. So you should see a box. There you go. Yeah. Go ahead. Hi, everybody. I'm, I'm happy to be here today. Um, I've been sober for eight years, and I understand everything that you're saying, Paul. I've been, like, on this non-duality thing for a while, and, like, there are periods where I'm totally in the flow. And then um, something that's like gripped me lately has been like paralyzing fear. And um, I think I know where it's coming from. I, I, I had a really bad pregnancy with my daughter and I almost passed away. And I think I have like PTSD from that. And then um, right before that, my mom died of lung cancer. I just, I had a series of events in my life and I, I, I got all, I got through it all sober. Um, thank God. Um, and with the support of a lot of friends, but I noticed that these past two, three years, my anxiety is like through the roof. And I tell myself, this isn't me. This isn't me. These aren't my thoughts. This is not who I am. And I can get into the flow, but there are times where this, this anxiety is so overwhelming that I feel like I want to lose my mind sometimes. And, and it's, that may not be so bad. Eh? <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Why don't you, uh, when that stuff comes up, bring it to step six and seven. in the program. Okay. You know what I mean? So let's say the anxiety, because obviously the anxiety is coming, is, 
is projecting a sense of self that doesn't want to have that anxiety. Yeah. Right. Right. Now you're not going to get out of self as that projection of self. Let's. Uh, and so at that point, the projection of self is trying to use non-self as a fucking skillful means. It's not going to work. I'll tell you. Yeah. 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 So just bring it to six and seven and ask that power to reconfigure that anxiety or that fear. Yeah. Where is that coming from? Why is that happening now? It doesn't matter where it's coming from. You just want it to go, so to speak. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's everything is coming of us. Obviously, we're like a kaleidoscopic dreaming machine, so to speak. Yeah. And basically, uh, the extreme bright light of interest and attention is usually being directed by the mental state. So you're seeing a very distorted movie <laughs> with you as the center, which keeps us constantly watching <laughs> the fucking screen. So uh yeah it's don't worry about its origins just uh enjoy its absence yeah thanks yeah see some of this stuff when you get to at certain points let's say there's a there's these huge anxieties let's say yeah mm -hmm. or fears so what you've been doing a lot of your life you know the word tithing yeah. So you've been giving you've been giving a lot of worry about mundane thing mundane things every day with the hopes of keeping the big things away. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So we've been that's sort of the deal. All right. I'm not going to be, become the big foot and step out of God and squish you, but you're going to be fucking anxious all day. Drip, 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 drip. Now you're breaking out of that that yeah. slavery. Yes. Yep. So now you see it brings out its big guns. You, in a way, you should be happy about it because you'll get down to the, you know, why are you in so much anxiety? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? Well, there you go. You're running into that. Yeah? Yeah, yes. But I feel see, that. This is when you stay on the operating table. Don't play doctor. Don't get up. Yeah? If you don't pass away, things will get really good. And I don't feel like I'm going to pass away. I've been under I've been under the recovery knife for a long time. It's it's gotten to a, it's just a lot of electri uh, elective surgeries now, just making things better. <laughs> and uh, I have faith in the process because I've been you know I've I'm not two levels below a coconut. I've observed the working of it, and I have an intimation of where that that comes from. And I feel like I'm in very good hands, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. So you're in this process, honey. And just uh, if you need to just distract yourself enough so that the operation continues without you putting your two cents into it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's why they have Netflix and shit. <laughs> they do. It's to, it's to sort of distract you enough so that shit can get undone because you're not the undoing of it. You're not really. Yeah, yeah. You just don't have to, you know, kill anyone or yourself. And then this, things are going to get better. They do. Yeah.
I recommend Bloodline from Netflix. It'll keep you busy at least the first season. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and then, you know, help, you know, go to try to when this this contracting anxiety seems to be sucking you into a black hole, remember service. It's quite helpful to to dismiss that because it's all seemingly so. Don't you ever realize like Let's say you feel like you're in Nirvana and then five minutes you're in the, the eighth ring of hell. Aren't you suspicious about the, the quickness of the changes? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a rehab counselor. So when I'm at work, I feel in my element, I'm, I'm, I'm out of my head, but it's when I come home that I'm, I'm like, where the hell is this coming from? I've never felt this before. And I, and I try everything that's why i wanted to talk to you it's just like yes you see the thing is you never felt this before but you felt tons of shit not to feel this before that's right you're gonna realize you can face life successfully and see your head has been trying to avoid something forever and now it's at the front door fucking open it yeah it's not gonna kill you it isn't seriously you'll be it's life demanding more of you so that you'll be of maximum use to yourself and to the people you work with, honey. How can you, how can you put, like there's a, there's a, a great download called The Course of Miracles, yes? Mm -hmm. And he talks about, of, about us as unhealed healers, yeah? Mm -hmm. So we're trying to busy by trying to heal others, we're trying to heal ourselves. But there's an unhealedness in us, yeah? Yep. This is that, let's say, fear that you're talking about. It's time It's time for it to be, to walk, be walked through. And then you won't be having, you know, the extortion racket will be, will be dismissed. You won't have to be constantly anxious about mundane shit all day with the hopes of keeping the big fear away. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I see it as a hallelujah, honey. I've gone through all this. You just, you know, I felt like I was going to die at any second, and here I am. So the fucking thing was wrong. Yeah, yeah. I even had, I even had a dream. I was, I was, I was going to die. I was dying, and then I woke up. Of course, that's the thing. See, something that's never lived is super afraid of dying. Yeah, this thing has never lived. It's a story. Yeah. It wants to continue the story. That's its fear. It doesn't, it's not fear of death. It's just fear of irrelevance. <laughs> it wants to be the center of a life. It's called self-centeredness. Yeah. But hey, you know, it can seem as real as real can be. So you've been introduced to the skillful means. Please don't try to use non-duality as a skillful mean. It probably, it probably won't work. <laughs> Self trying to be a non-self doesn't work well. <laughs> I'm serious. I've seen it in myself and many others. Yeah. <laughs> of course I want to get out of me as me. Shit. Yeah. So come back, honey. Yeah. There's a lot of support at this meeting. And they have meetings after, you know, people stay on. And so, yeah. Take advantage of the uh, resource. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks a lot, Tanya. That was... Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
And Paul, thanks a lot. You notice that. that really? Don't you notice it, folks? There's something that we're really, really, really afraid of. And so basically, there's a lot of trying to avoid that judgment day, so to speak. And so we do, we spend a lot of time on frivolities because we're afraid. It's not us, yeah? The system itself is of fear. That's why it says in the, in the inventory, self-seeking and frightened. It doesn't self say self-seeking, period, frightened. Self-seeking is frightened. Self-seeking is always seeking to be a self, yeah? It's afraid, constantly anxious of its own irrelevance. It wants to be something and it ain't. This is, and so you can spend your life on the periphery, but love may have different plans for you. It's going to take you to the planet you've been trying to avoid at all costs and you realize there ain't no planet, yeah? <laughs> then the extortion doesn't work anymore on you, yeah? You're in a sense freed. Yeah, yeah. This is the program of recovery. What do you think you're going to recover from? The trivialities or the, you know, no. You're going to recover from that pulsating thing that's at the center of self, which is an anxiety of losing what it has and not getting what it wants. Yeah. That fear, if directed by the higher power, could heat up millions of homes. <laughs> I mean, it's an incredible energy source, really, literally. And right now, all it's doing is exploding in itself, imploding all day. <laughs> it's just... It could be put to use so much, you know. Yeah, surrender, surrender. All right, yeah. Thanks a lot, Paul. Thank you. Um, we have another question, and that question's coming from Jerry Messner. I'm going to ask you to unmute yourself and go ahead and ask your question. Hey, Paul. Hey, Jerry. How you doing, brother? Uh, good. Good. Um, just to riff on um, that, the, something you said um, in the first couple breaths uh, when you were responding, I think it was to Tanya. She nailed the question I had all about anxiety. You said something interesting, rang a bell. Um, you said, go to step six and step seven. And then you said, uh, I'm paraphrasing poorly here, but you said, uh, you know, going to the, playing the non-self game with the self is not going to work here. Go to six and go to seven. That rang a bell for me. Um, and I just, uh, could you riff on that a little bit? Could you tell, could, could you say a little bit more about that, about not jumping to the, to the non-self with the self and going to six and seven instead? Yes. Well, it's from trial and error. I've observed because I was introduced to the idea of non-duality. Some people here may not know about it, but uh, the non-duality is could be really the beginning and end of where recovery will take you. Uh, so what happens is non-duality is, pre is presenting an idea that there is no 
long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah? Yeah. It's saying that's not true. And so one of the problems with the message of non-duality isn't the message, but the hearing of the message. So remember, if you want to have a simple description of the movement of selfing, it's the claim. Yeah? So selfing is claiming what's happening in our life to imply there's a someone it's happening to or a someone that's doing it all. Yes? Yeah. So everyone believes they got it. Well, obviously this shit is happening. So it, it gets its credibility lent to itself by itself by claiming what's going on. Yeah? All right. Yeah. So let's say you hear this message of non-duality. What's claimed to hear the message is self, selfing. Yeah? Yeah. Yes? Now, you may have got a resonance. It may have landed, yeah, and let's say if you want to call it the innermost, but in a second later, the mental state has stated that you're the one who heard the message of non-duality, and you're the one who felt that resonance, yes? It's claimed right. it, yeah? So yeah. now, all right, so now the selfing tries to look at non-duality not as an invitation or as a fact, but as something to take advantage of, yeah? So now the selfing will try to get out of itself by saying, I'm not a self, yeah? But right. it's a self claiming it's not a self. It doesn't go anywhere. In that condition, if that's what's happening, it's much, it, it's much more efficient to bring it to six and seven if you're in recovery than to try to become a non-self as a self. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, so you can't use, I don't believe it's very, it, based on, see, it's all on us, yeah? If I'm flipping out, it's sort of like being in a house that's on fire, and I have a philosophy, there is no house, and there's no me, and there's no fire, but I'm getting burnt like fucking crazy, yeah? <laughs> the, more, the more appropriate answer in that situation isn't a philosophy that it ain't happening, is to know where the nearest pail of water is, yes? So right. that you can put the fire out, and then when the fire's out, you can start seeing maybe, you know, it's it seems funny, I'm at a lot of fires, yeah? So maybe you start recognizing, hey, you're the fire starter. There ain't no fire without you. That's getting closer, yes? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, so... I try to use it, you know, I didn't, but the head tried to use it when I heard it because it's a very novel idea. It's not like improving self or, or uh, you know, becoming a better self is that there isn't one. <laughs> it's pretty right. fucking cool in a lot of ways. So, uh, but that's not a, that's not a, a path of, of, of philosophy. It's a fact, really. It's, if it's, it's just like in AA, it says being convinced that self is what has defeated us. Being convinced is like, that's a fact for you, yeah? Yeah. The fact in my life is self manifested in various ways is what has defeated me. That's a fact, yeah? Now, yeah. for a lot of people, it ain't a fact, but that's a fact. The same thing with non-duality. Non-duality works best when it's not being used to work on anything. Yeah. Right, right. It's just an invitation. You may come to realize that it's a fact for you or you may not. 
Yeah. So there you go. So can you can you say that it's almost like the it's almost like the self is in drag, you know, uh, playing playing no self, right? It's a bypassing. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, okay. what happens is it tries to it has ideas of what it would look like to be a non-self. So yeah. maybe it speaks in monotones with a lot of uh, pauses. Maybe has a loving <laughs> gaze. Starts wearing more loose-fitting clothing. You know, all the, it's like a mimicking of something. So yeah, now the, yeah. the mental the mental state mimics what it thinks it would look like because all it can, the mental state is is living in an appearance. Yeah, yeah. It has no weight in it. There's no center in it. It's an appearance. So it wants to appear like it thinks someone who would be a non-self would look like. Right. Or, or behave or act. So it's like a pantomime. Yeah, it doesn't fucking work. It doesn't have any, there's no weight to it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Paul. Really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks a lot for uh, taking us a little bit deeper on that. That was, that was really interesting to me. Uh, well, everyone move to the, to the, to the, the uh, lower end of the pool. Let's go back. Yeah. I feel safe swimming in the lower end of the pool sometimes. Um, we have a couple more questions. Looks like we have three on deck. Um, I am going to ask Skylar to unmute herself and ask her question. Skylar, excuse me. Go ahead. Hello, Paul. Hello, Skylar. <laughs> um, this is, I just recently heard about Zen Bitch Slap uh, from a video with Luis K. Someone mentioned it. Um, and so this is my first time in this meeting with you. And I am just kind of curious as to where to go about after this meeting. Um, because my initial instinct is like, this is what I learned, so such and such, this is what I learned, such and such, which wouldn't be embodying it. So like, I'm wondering if it's like my little secret for now and I practice it or like think about it, kind of like disengage from the idea or like go to the step work because that's what you told someone else. Just, yeah, that's my question. Uh, well, all that can change based on the condition you seem to be in now, but I would just uh, use this as a premise to look at everything in the program from, because we're, we're attempting to present the exact nature of the wrong as an activity Yes? Mm -hmm. In the mental state called selfing. Yeah. And so we're trying to say that's the root of the problem. We're not trying to say it. We're saying it. And then, and then let's say if you look at everything now with that idea and it starts like the bells start ring, ringing in unison, then you're on to something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. While you're doing the steps, you'll see you'll see the steps in a new light. It's not like the new light's going to change the steps, but you're going to see the steps in a new light. 
Mm. Yeah. Mm. And so this idea is not a path to illumination. We're on a path to illumination called recovery, but it will illuminate that path. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because obviously a path of moving from trusting something finite to trusting something infinite, we have to be clear what trusting something finite looks like. Yeah. We've got to be able to recognize it. <laughs> so, and allow the steps to be applied to that so that trust can be taken from the finite and be brought to the infinite through the program, yeah, and through the higher power, through the grace, yes? Mm -hmm. So if you keep calling yourself the problem, how are you going to get out of the problem? There is no problem. Well, there is, there's there's a lot of shit, so there is no problem, but there's a problem, let's say. It's a very interesting way. There is no problem is actually the solution, but there's problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in a problem, saying there is no problem is a bigger problem. <laughs> you might as well deal with how things look than have an idea. <laughs> we just touched on that the previous question yeah yeah some people are so fucked up and they want to and their solution is there is no problem hey bro there's a problem (laughs) 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 i think you need to do some action yeah (laughs) this philosophy ain't gonna work it doesn't have any juice behind it (laughs) so yeah yeah Mm. You got to see your role in things. That's all. Why do you think? Uh, just have you done an inventory? Uh, yes. Oh, good. So, if you're doing it, maybe do another one, a little one, and then start, and then look at it with a different view, which is based on page sixty-four. Being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. We're going to look at its common manifestations. Resentment. So this is one way of looking at the inventory. And this is this is the way that makes most sense to me. So, all right. So when you do an inventory and you resent, there's a resentment. You don't end up holding the resentment as yours. You see that it's a manifestation of self in one's life. That's a huge difference. There's a huge difference between... Uh, noticing and becoming aware of a resentment than walking around for 40 years calling it my resentment. It's a huge fucking difference. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so this is what we're... Uh, this is what we're starting at. We're st- See, mm. the steps are completely sound. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with putting more light on them. Yeah. So bringing the light of understanding to the steps may allow uh, a much larger effect on the person that's in recovery. Yes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So just come back. Yeah. If this is your first time, make it your, make a second time. And then stuff will come in. And pra- this isn't a replacement or a substitute of the program. It's mm-hmm. attempting to illuminate the program by an understanding of the exact nature of the wrong. That's what Mm. it is.
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah. I even like felt the self coming in. Uh, well, yeah, it is in, but like when you were talking, like when you were laughing, like I took it personally, like for a brief second, but then I'm like, yeah. I'm not that self. Like, I'm well, exactly. like, you see, the thing is the self in that language is represented as you took it personally. You yeah. didn't take it personally. Let's replace that you with, let's call it self. Self took it personally. Yeah, self took it personally. So if you're not self, hey, I'm sorry, self. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. that you took it personally, but I have nothing to do with it. And uh, I've got thing, better things to be engaged with right now, which is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> but if the you is seen, if the self is seen as you, you'll dwell on this fucking thing for hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the, you don't need that many examples. One or two will show you the whole schematic of the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks a lot, Skylar. I really appreciate that. Um, just make sure that we're meeting. Okay, the next question, we have three additional questions, if you've got time, Paul. Um, the next question is from our bud PK. PK, I'm going to ask you, Paul, to unmute yourself. And if we could keep Please. a little bit quicker, because maybe we could get to all these questions, but go ahead. You got it. I just wanted to say, how's it going, Paul, that the puppy I felt was almost sharing, echoing what you were saying in, a, in like dog language, self can't get itself. And I yeah. almost feel like my whole life, like listening to dogs, I'm like, why the hell is this dog barking? And then I got this realization, like, wow, maybe the dog is barking because in its worst moments, like when we're drinking or drugging, it can't get out of self and it's, it's, it's crying in pain, it's yelping. But then when it's doing good, it's totally like Zen bitch slap. It totally is only I am, no ego. So I just wanted to add, like I got that, when your dog was barking, you're saying the dog's going crazy. It reminded me when your cat wants to go in and out. It's like yeah. a true, it's like a true demonstration of that uh, total I amness that we have, even when the shit's going, when it's good or bad, we're there, we're present. So it's awesome. Well, that's it for me today. And uh, I just love hearing you you riff on it. And I just didn't know if you had any, maybe like the puppy is is repeating what you're saying, translating it into dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) One thing I've learned, if the puppy is in here, let's not call it. (laughs) <laughs> so the same thing with the selfing if the selfing ain't here why bring it up <laughs> it's almost like the dog enjoy, doesn't the know the enjoy the moments yeah but it's like the dog doesn't know its name it's just dog and then like we we're just us and then people call us by a name but we don't have to call ourselves but like you said i can't be like the seeming sense of paul has answered the phone yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's an answering of the phone, and then it's claimed, and then it's implied that Paul was the one who answered the phone. It was just an answering of the phone. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I love your 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 uh, your insight, man. It's awesome, man. I'm convicted. Oh, thank you. Yes, you're convicted, therefore free. <laughs> thank you.
Yeah, thank you, bro. You have a th where are you from? He, he's from that back east somewhere. Yeah, yeah. hold on. I'll get here. I'll unmute himself again. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm originally from Rockwell Center. Originally, oh. from Center. From oh, far out. You know, right by right Maple Avenue. Yeah, that's where I, I grew up on the exactly. wrong side of the track. Exactly. So I'm I'm actually, but I'm living now in Long Island City. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I know you. Yeah, yeah. I, I just lost yeah. you. Great. Yeah, Rockville Center. Woo. Now, thank God, I'm not centered in Rockville Center. Now. <laughs> Self-centered and Rockville Center went hand in hand. <laughs> and then I was centered in the police station. Then in. <laughs> Then in Mineola, waiting for for the court, court right? <laughs> <laughs> and then Nassau jail. Yes, all right, all right. Thanks, bro. Nice to see you. Thank you, man. Thanks a lot for encouraging me not to visit that um, and getting run over. Yeah. Um, so we have two more questions. Do you have time, Paul? Yes, come. On, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if the dog does, but I do, yeah. All right, cool. Next question is coming from Ben. Ben, I asked you to unmute yourself. Go ahead and take it away after you unmute yourself. Um, hi, hi, Paul. Uh, I just wanted to say something really landed for me when you were talking earlier, and I, I kind of wanted to see if I could uh, get you to elaborate on that. Um, you said, I, I forget exactly what you said, but it was something about self-seeking and fear and it was like basically the fear is coming from this process of self-seeking that yes. never arrives it never the there's never it never finds the it's continually trying to create the existence of the self and there's all this fear because it can't ever create something that's not there you know yeah. that was like kind of yeah. the bell that rang for me that just really hit me and and uh man i just wanted to kind of like hear you talk about that more because uh it well, that. well in one way see when we're listening to the head where the problem resides there's an impliedness that's always inferred and reinforced which is we're not in the act of becoming self we are one already see so its trick is when it produces the sense of self, it says you've been one for 30, 50, 60 years. Yeah. This is manufactured. It's not true. You're not having an honest feeling. It's a produced sense of self. Yeah. Yeah, like I've always taken that phrase self-seeking to be like, there is a self who's seeking to aggrandize itself in some way. Or exactly. Self-seeking, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. The seeking is claimed to imply there's a self-seeking. Yes. Yeah. And then the seeking, it's just like resentment. If you look at a resentment and then you look at it with the word my in front of it, my resentment can live for 50 fucking years, Yeah. A resentment, maybe for five or ten minutes, if someone cuts you off on the highway, yeah? yeah. Maybe yeah. five minutes, you don't put up the middle finger, and then it just dissipates. But yeah. my 
there's an activity implied by my that's hugely influential. So let's say there's money. I wish everyone in all these squares to have a lot of money, but I don't want any of them to have my money. Yeah. See how the, the my changes fucking everything that comes after it. Yeah. That's what's happening. That's part of the selfing is that my. Yeah. So yeah. the problem isn't the problem. The real problem is my problem. Yeah. Yeah. And that my is just always like, there's just always fear. It's exactly. <laughs> because it doesn't have any real power. Yeah, yeah, because they can't even it's, create a it <laughs> Why do you think it's so touchy? Because it knows it's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. So it's constantly taking everything personally to sort of to be a person. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. It's something that's... You're never going to become a self. Yeah. So what it does is says you already are. Yeah. And so when you believe you already are, really the only possibility at that point, if it's uncomfortable, is try to get out of self. Yes? Yeah. But then you get caught in the big net of self can't get out of self. So you're identified as that which you want to get out of, and trying to get out of it makes it more real. Yeah. So the system is constantly reinforcing the center of its system, which is self. Yeah, yeah. So you can't get out if you're in. The out is before you're in. That's where the out is. Hey, listen, I would match my attempt to get out of self with any spiritual fucking uh, hero of spirituality looking at my drug addiction. If I could have gotten out of self, I would have, man. I was willing to die if I could just have one second out of self. I was. I would, I would voluntarily shoot a lot of cocaine in my system knowing I was going to have an episode with the hopes that I would stop for a second before the body died. That I was willing to go there. I was many, many fucking times. What I realized is you can't get out of an imaginary thing. Yeah. I can't escape from something I'm not in. See, this is the dilemma. We, we are assured by the mental reinforcement that we are definitely a self. We were a self. We're going to be a self. Therefore, we are a self. So all our so many possibilities are completely cut off from us because we take ourselves to be one already. So now the only possibility is either I rehab this fucker, I get it socialized, I, I limit my fucking affairs, I live away from people and just have dogs and cats because I can't have a viable relationship with another person, or I fucking kill myself and take it with me. Yeah? Those don't, don't, those don't seem to be really viable solutions. What happens if you see that the, there's all, all there is is an activity of selfing that doesn't make anything fucking so? Yeah? Maybe if you could see, hey, maybe I'm not a self, therefore there's no need to get out of it, you'd realize you were never in it. Yeah? 
that. Maybe I'm, that's what we're attempting to put out here. Yeah? Because many of us are champions with trying to get out of self. And here we are, really sitting in the unse- unsuccessfulness of that, which can either be an incredible bummer or an incredible rude awakening. Yeah? That you can't get out of you because there is no you to get out of. So there you go. Try as you may, fuck it. Yeah? So you can beat yourself up self-centeredly. I didn't do enough. Hey, I did more than enough of cocaine. Maybe I could say I didn't meditate enough. I didn't kiss the feet of the guru longer. I should have sacrificed everything. But I did that already with drug addiction. Mm. I did. And I would say I was a perfect drug addict. I was. I would do anything to shoot cocaine. I would. I would take care. I would take any consequence tomorrow to shoot cocaine right now. I would. I would surrender everything. Every fucking minute. And most of the time under cocaine, it sucks. It does. It's one of the worst highs because you're mostly bummed out. You know? You get a rush and it's whatever. And then you can try to you know, have like live your mental fantasies quickly, but you got to do more. But basically, it's such an inherently empty devotion. Yet, hey, if I could have gotten out of self, I would have through cocaine use. But I realized I can't get out of what I'm not in. This isn't about getting out of self. It's a realization you're not in self. That's the realization. I don't give a shit about getting out of self. I've tried thousands of ways. Spirituality, reading fantasy, fucking sex, fucking, you know, extreme sports, you know, going into heavy waves that I wasn't able, suitable for, and fucking surviving and getting that rush. I've done tons of shit. Yeah? And here I still am. (laughs) So, yeah. Whoa. Thanks a lot, Ben. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We got got one last question, if you've got time. And that last question is coming. My bladder is running out of time, but yes, one more. Yeah. Do you want to you take care of that, or do you want to go quick? No, no, no. I like the extreme feeling, so go ahead. All right. On with the extreme feelings 2021 version. We have Joseph with a very specific question. Go ahead, Joseph. Uh, hi, Paul. Uh, how to do inventory? Where can I find uh, in what book it is, it is written? Where? All right. Okay. Right. Anna will tell me. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for all, all your work. You are the, the great man. Thank, well, thank you. you. Keep coming thank back. You. I could hear yes, that all Yes, day. I will. I will. <laughs> but, you know, it's in, the, it's in the big book, but there's also, you can get uh, helpful, a helpful format that comes from these old guys, Joe and Charlie, and you can find that on the internet. But if you stay after the meeting, people will help you with that. Okay, I will stay after the meeting. Yeah, just ask Mike or one of the folks that it will, they'll be there for a little while. 
they'll give you how to access that information yeah okay i'm new to the uh, recovery thank you very right. much oh good good yeah then yeah do that then and come back all right thanks yeah yes, I'll, stick, I'll stick around with you joseph so yeah help them kaiser yeah all righty so that is all the questions we've got uh you want to say your goodbyes paul or i would like to yes yes let me say hello to everyone and goodbye I hope you're there's you know there's like a certain there's a well it's there for you to discover we'll see what happens so there's Anne thank you Anne for everything she's like uh she's got a solid foundation in Chicago Kerry Klein he's been with us since the beginning of Zoom nice to see you Kerry thanks thanks to go it's nice to go along on the ride with you yeah. We got Paul, same, same. Paul, we go through our little T-shirt contest, but now it's getting too cold, so it's all covered up. But I got a fucking great one under there. We got Chris, Chris from Olympia. Nice to see you, Chris. Thanks for the attention and interest, yeah. Mike has left the room, but he's he never left. He never leaves my heart. Yes, there you go. We got Mike O from the UK. Nice to see you, Mike. We got Helen. Go through that shit, Helen. Yes, you're in good hands. Yeah, Rob Farr. Fantastic. Always a pleasure to see you, my friend. We got John W. He's inside today. That's good. Yeah, nice to see you, John. We got Owen K. Nice to see you, Owen. We got Chris M. Chris, nice to see you there. Joseph in France. Nice to see you, Joseph. We got Carl. And nice to see you, Carl. We got Claire. We got Claire. Yes. Yes. Got, oh, we got double now. Vicky. Nice to see you, Vicky. Walter from the Netherlands. Nice to see you, Walter. I'll meet you in person one day, I think. Donovan, pleasure to see you again. Kristen, as always. Yeah. Michael Stacy. Uh, we got Michael H. Nice to meet you. Kaiser. Connor M. Nice to meet you, Connor. Kurt. Thank you so much, Kurt, for all the support. Stefan. Nice to see you up there. Mary. Oh, Merrill. Merrill. Yes. Nice to see you, Merrill. We got Monique. Yes. My little Alberta gypsy fairy. Yes. There she is. We got Tanya. From Cardenas or something. Nice to see you, Tanya. We got Leah. Oh, Leah. Very nice to see you, Leah. You're traveling better, eh? Yeah, thank God. Mickey, exactly. Mickey. The Med She's the matriarch of Madeira. We got Raven from British Columbia. We got Nina. Thank you for all the support, Nina. Yeah. I keep polishing my lavish lifestyle all day. It's very nice. We got uh, Tom. Nice to see you, Tom, from his phone. PK from RVC. Ma Maple Street. Woo! Malkin. Malkin is one is uh, my great benefactor from the South. Yes, he's got the cat there. Better behaved than mine. Yeah. We got Ben. How you doing, Ben? I hope all's well. You walking in the woods enough? Uh, yeah, man, I've been getting out a lot more since you said that. 
Fantastic. Great, man. We got Steve, not of Paris, but of Glasgow. Yes. Yes. We got Amy from Seattle. Nice to see you, Amy. Melissa. I don't know where you're from, but nice to see you, Melissa. Joseph. Uh, Izzy from the UK. Raf. Not the wrath of God, but wrath of God. R-A-F. We got Maggie. Maggie, I hope you're doing well there. Joe in the Bronx, one of my homeboys. Uh, we got, oh, Joe Sip and Joe. There's Joe from the Bronx. Now I see him. We got Hanjay. Hanjay, hope you're well. There you are. And then some people, a lot of anonymous. So listen, thanks so much. Tuesday, Thursday. We're here, 10.30 Pacific time, Wednesday and Saturday, another topic, non-duality. All the information's on zenbitchslap.com uh, under events. It's the same Zoom for all of them now. No password needed. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, take care. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, everybody.